Imagine, if you will, taking a journey to the furthest boundaries of thought, where walls stand to contain what you think of as known reality. Imagine now, discovering that these walls are nothing but thoughts, made up to limit your experience as conscious being. These walls, when seen, crumble into the sea of nothing from whence they came, revealing what we refer to here as the Miracle Soup. Hello, dear friends, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Miracle Soup. Today we are broadcasting live from my backyard in the beautiful foothills of the Sierra Nevada in Northern California. And I wanted to begin by offering a special thanks to our dear listener, Punita, who um, gave me some really helpful feedback from the last episode, notifying me that the recording quality was a little difficult for the listener to hear. She recommended I don't walk my dog while I'm recording a podcast. And I told her, listen, Punita, that is all well and great, but I mean, I'm a busy man and sometimes that's all the time I have. So I wanted to just let everyone know that sometimes, I mean, this is the, basically I'm setting the foundation that this is a, this is a bit of a, a raw, maybe more like a, uh, reality podcast. So there's going to be, this is not happening in a studio. I, I literally don't have space right now or time to set up a studio with a nice microphone that has a pop protector and now I'm so self-conscious about saying the word pop MPs because I don't have one of those protectors. But, uh, you know, things evolve and, and we'll get back there. We'll get back to having a studio. It's just right now that's just not something that's happening. Um, so thanks to Punita, I'm going to do my best to hold the microphone in a way to prevent any kind of unpleasant sounds coming out of my mouth as I transmit these podcasts. Also, um, yeah, definitely just fair warning. This is kind of a raw podcast for now, but, um, I'm, I'm going to keep going because I'm not going to let these things stop me. Um, if you, if I let these things stop me, like if I let the fact that I don't have a proper microphone and studio. If I let that keep me, my cat is meowing to get in. So that is one of the things about having a studio that probably would really help. I'm going to mosey on over here. She has, we have kittens right now, four little kittens and our little dear cat, Coco Sage. Oh my God. They are, you got, I wish I could show you. They are so cute. Hi, cuties. Oh, my God. Meow again for the listeners. (laughs) Three orange ones and a black tabby. Anyway, um, if I let things like that get in the way of me just going forth with my dream, I'm never going to get it done. And what happens? What happens when we have a dream and we don't follow through? 
it doesn't seem like much of anything. You might just think, well, that was kind of a stupid dream anyway, a stupid idea, and you know, not not realistic. But the fact of the matter is, is these ideas, these inspirations, okay, they come in for a reason. They get in your heart, they get in your mind for a reason. And if you, if we consistently ignore them, there's some negative consequences that occur. So what happens is the, uh, the energy of an inspiring idea, something that your heart is wanting to sing into existence, you know, starting a business or learning a song or learning an instrument or doing something which is going to expand you and expand you out of your regular mundane routine. This is very important. This is very medicinal for your evolution, for your soul. And if you ignore it, that energy, okay, these inspirations are frequencies. They're energy. They're, they come from the quantum field. They come from source. They come from your higher self, however you want to call it. But it's a frequency. It is, it is literally energy packets. It's like an energy packet. And if it's not expressed, eventually... It will begin to sort of ricochet, ricochet inside of your of your energy body, inside of your being, and it has nowhere to go. It gets stagnant, and it begins to create problems and and illness, disease, um, anxiety, depression, mental uh, mental dissonance. So. You know, we hear that all the time. We get an idea, and we and we just. We seem to shoot ourselves in the foot. Like, I can't do it. What would that person think? Uh, it, what's even worth, tr- why is it even worth trying? I'm just going to fail. You know, there's a million excuses not to do things. And for me, not having a proper microphone or a studio, I just can't let that keep miracle soup from getting out there because I know that people need to hear this. And I know that people need to hear what you have to offer to the world. And I don't care if you have, you know, just an associate's degree in your field or you have no training in the thing that you want to express. Maybe you want to write a book, but you didn't even go to college. You don't need college. Maybe you want to paint, but you never took any classes. You want to uh, counsel people and coach people, but you don't have a bachelor of psychology who cares where are you going to let these silly rules which come from who knows where condition society which is just just founded upon lack and limitation are you going to let that keep you from doing something that people need that helps the world i mean my god look at what's going on right now we're hearing about just economic meltdown and shootings and yada 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 and just and just ego inflamed narcissistic behavior run amok and 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 fueled by this consumerist media propaganda machine and 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 families are being torn apart and children are having to grow up too quick and being exposed to all kinds of gnarly things and families being torn apart friends moving away the earth in, you know, a dire state and blah, the list goes on forever. And, and this is like a sign 
the times that we live in and all these challenges are signs that we need to share our gifts. We need to share our gifts and we need to get over what other people are going to think about it. If they think it's terrible or what have you. Okay, friends, another section here. I had to uh, move my studio, my professional podcasting studio, out of the backyard where the sun was blazing on my face, um, and I moved indoors. So so Panuta would be so happy because um, I'm not walking my dog, and I'm inside. I don't have a microphone, but that might be the next step, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, um... This this particular podcast, you, I, I, I had the intention to publish on Wednesdays. Today's Thursday. I have tried to, I, I have given probably 12 different takes on just this podcast alone. Every single one was so off. I couldn't find my groove. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. Everything sounded contrived and false and fake. And I don't want to put that kind of stuff out there. So luckily, I just kept holding my heart and having the intention, you know what, this is going to happen. I know that things get in the way sometimes. Obstacles come and those are to be learned through. Um, So with that intention, the universe began to arrange itself um, in my favor where I had a short uh, short work day today um, and came home to an empty, empty house, uh, no kids and no girlfriend as much as I love them both. It's nice to have some time to just do creative work. And, and so here we are. Um, and what I did was I came home and I sat down for the meditation. Um, I like to do two hour sessions. And so this was the second one of the day. I sat down for that and, and I realized I hadn't been, finding any good material in, you know, I haven't been accessing any material for this show because I really hadn't been meditating so much. It's been kind of a little bit, yeah, half an hour, kind of sliding back into that. And and I just know that it's important for me to ha- to really give myself that time every day to to just be still and and settle in and explore the, the the deeper parts of of what's going on underneath the mind underneath the monkey mind so last night for whatever reason i was up at like midnight and just chose to do it then middle of the night actually is a great time for meditation i used to think i had this horrible um insomnia condition and this whole story goes along with not being able to sleep like oh god i'm going to be my adrenals are going to be shot and I'll be vata provoked and, and, and all these, and I won't be able to function the next day. But um, over the last month since getting into this kind of thing, I've really been able to just accept not sleeping and, and realizing, man, I, who, who is it that says I need eight hours a day? Like that's some arbitrary rule by some doctor who wrote a book and sure, there's probably studies about how great it is to get eight hours of sleep. But at the end of the day, I don't really notice. If I get a good meditation practice, I feel great. I feel great if I'm on like four hours of sleep. 
And inevitably, I will catch up. I will get rest. I'll go to sleep really early the next night or a couple nights later. Somehow it balances out. And I think that the, the, the stress about not sleeping dumps more uh, toxic hormones into the system than, than, than the actual lack of sleep itself. So meditated last night, meditated this afternoon. And, and so I'm like, yeah, you know, that's really important. Let's just stay on this horse. The whole reason this podcast um, came back into existence is because of this voice from the deeper parts of meditation, you know, nudging me and urging me and kind of pushing me like, hey, share this with people, share what you're finding, share, share what's beneath the surface of the sea, you know, share these pearls and so without the meditation, though, I don't, I don't have anything to share. It's all confusion. So pardon my delay. It's a day late, but I'm getting it out to you. Today in meditation, uh, by the way, I wanted to recommend that for those of you who are like me, who um, you know have a hard time getting to sit down, getting to the cushion, sitting down, scheduling an hour, um, I have discovered a wonderful tool which helps me so much, and that is if you go to Spotify, you can, and even um, YouTube has this, whatever, you can go to the website and actually buy the tracks, but Spotify, you can just, you know, listen to them or download them if you have Spotify Premium, which I recommend is awesome. Um, HemiSync, guys. HemiSync meditation music is so helpful. Um, it's it's really done thoughtfully, really consciously. Um, there's certain um, sound technology that's put in place, which which really helps slow the brain waves down into a alpha, lower alpha, and theta states. Um, they have new products that even take you into gamma. I don't think I've discovered that yet. I don't know if I reached gamma, but. Um, the alpha and theta states, it just helps you get there. And, you know, when you have cars going by and, and kids and schedules and you just you just need to kind of elbow your way sometimes to get some time to have your hour to meditate or your half an hour, um, but not hours better. And it's tough. And, then, and you sit there and it takes a while sort of to find the rhythm and these tracks, they help so much. There's a whole bunch of them. There's, there's tracks for sleep and for lucid dreaming and for astral travel and for meditation and for concentration and all these trippy things like shaman, shamanic journeys, yada, yada, whatever. I like the ones that have the least amount of, of, of stuff going on. I like the least busy tracks. So if you find some of these um, these tracks, you know, I, I like the ones that just kind of just take you there. You don't have to start dancing. You don't really feel like you want to shake your, shake your booty, but you just want to settle in. That music is, is top notch. I just, I just think the science behind it, uh, is amazing. The whole story of Hemisync and the Monroe Institute is fascinating. It was started in the fifties. Um, I'm not going to get into that now, but actually I'd love to do an episode on that in the future where um, a gentleman named Robert Monroe started this institute um, as a result, as an answer to 
his his questions with his these spontaneous out of body experiences he had been having he wanted to figure out what was going on and how to uh, map the terrain of the astral world also how to induce these states and teach other people how to have the same experiences so he created the Monroe Institute, and from that, the hemi-sync is sort of like a, an offshoot of, of that research. And hemi-sync means hemispheric um, synchronization, so the, it synchronizes the hemispheres of the brain, creating coherence. And that's what this is all about, and this is what I'm going to launch into now. Okay, so coherence is what it's all about. Coherence is the name of the game. And the way that I'd like to start describing this phenomenon is the Bible story, where Jesus is um, walking through the crowds. There are people all around him. I don't really know exactly which gospel this is in. Maybe someone wants to... uh, put it in the comments section or email me. I have no idea. To me, it's not that important um, at all, but for some people it is. But the story as I remember it, it's Jesus is, is surrounded by his by flocks. The crowds of people are all around him. Um, people are wanting to get healed. People are getting healed. It's just this, this, this amazing energy of, of, um, of this amazing being walking on earth. People are recognizing who he is. And there's one woman who has something going on, some kind of dis-ease. Uh, I, I don't think she's blind, but she, she's got something. She's sick. She's, she's having a hard time. She's in a rough way, right? She's, she, but she knows Jesus will heal her. She's heard the stories. Maybe she met someone who got healed from Jesus. She just has full faith that this guy is divine. And she has full faith that he can heal. So she's just just pushing it. I mean, I don't know if she's pushing, but but she's definitely making her way through the crowd, getting through, navigating through all of all of the uh the wildness and the insanity and the and the and the uh devotional fervor of the crowd. And she, and she finally gets to Jesus and like the only thing she can do cuz he's you know, he's like busy with all these people and and trying to get where he's going and on she just is able to just put her hand out and she touches the hem of his robe. And, and, and with just that, she just touches it and she's healed. And Jesus notices and he knows what just happened. And he says to one of his uh, devotees or disciples, you know, someone just got healed with their faith. And and I love that story. And and today it just it just hit me that that is that is really what it's all about. It's like on all of these wonderful stories from from these amazing scriptures. It's it's all it's all symbolic, right? It's all metaphor. So Jesus Jesus represents our 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 own divinity. It's not something outside. It's something that we all have access to. It's it's our higher self. It's our source. It's who we really are as our highest potential, our our true activated galactic, uh, galactic, <laughs> galactic, most loving selves. Our true self, which is free of all of the conditioning and and the ego's um, confusion. Right. 
So this, it's the Christ light, Christ. It's not some guy who lived 2000 years ago who we have to die to go see, but it's, it's a living presence that is accessible all the time. And it's right here now. And we just have to get out of the way. And so this woman represents, you know, our, our personality or the situation we find ourselves in, you know, this, this limited kind of being, like what we call ourselves, like Christoph or Judith or, uh, Sam or Joe, whatever your name is, um, that's just a small fraction of who you actually are. So this woman, she just touched her own divinity, just a touch, right? And everything became coherent. That's coherence. It just floods through the system. It changes everything. You just touch that pure vibration of pure love. Man, I hope my peas aren't popping. Punita, you wouldn't believe how self-conscious I am about that. But I swear I'm going to get a better microphone because I listened to the last um, segment. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit obnoxious. I apologize. But just bear with me because I think this is a really great message and I want everyone to hear it, including myself. Because who am I really saying this to is I'm kind of like, this podcast is an amazing opportunity for me to coach myself. This is like you know, kind of a selfish endeavor, to be honest with you. But when the, when the conscious person self touches the divine, that is a vibration of pure love, of pure love. And love isn't even a word that really comes close to what it is, but it's the best that I can really come up with is love. And you touch that. It's also can be, you know, you got love, you got emptiness, you got source, all these words kind of work together to sort of point towards the frequency that came before, that comes before all description, all form. It's, it's truth. It's life. It's pure energy. Okay. It's like pure love pure love. And so when you just get a second to touch that, and how do you touch that? With the intention, and the intention leads you to sift through everything else that isn't aligned with that intention, all of the noise of the mind, all of the distraction, all of the limiting beliefs, all of the fantasies, all of the past regrets. It's just quieting down again and again. You go deeper and deeper, and before you know it, Ah, you touch the hem of his robe. You just get it. And just, that's all that needs to be done. There's the other uh, wonderful saying from the Bible. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all will be added unto you. Right? So, So you go for that first. That's the coherence. That's the source. And then what happens according to uh, the Dr. Joe teachings, who, by the way, said, you know, guys, you know, he, he asked that we don't teach his stuff, but I, I think that it's, I'm not going to teach anything the way Dr. Joe teaches, Dr. Joe Dispenza, that is. And it's kind of like, it's kind of common knowledge. He, he read it from someone else. So I'm not, I'm going to give credit where it's due, but also, I mean, come on, people need to know this stuff. Um, the quantum field, I completely lost track of what I was saying. Touching the hem of the robe. Oh, okay. So what happens is on a physiological level, there's actually little um, rhomboid crystals in the pineal gland. And 
when these are activated, and I believe they're activated when, when our thoughts are silent and we begin to create coherence in the brain, um, and, and there's sort of a pressure of energy that's, that, that's built up and it creates a pressure on these crystals, which creates an electromagnetic field, they begin to receive information from a more subtle place, the quantum field, the quantum, um, the quantum, the source field, uh, spirit, like we were just saying, there's really no word for it, source field, source. And then it, it, it receives sort of the, this information. So when she touched the hem of Jesus's robe, she received information from the quantum field, which her body interpreted, and it just rearranged the physical expression it blah, 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 like that, just with that exact same sound, probably exactly just like that back then. And people were like, whoa, what's that sound? And she was like, whoa, I don't know. Jesus is awesome. So you just, um, it's like a lot simpler than than anything else. That's a really simple and direct approach when you find that pure love, coherent frequency it begins to distribute throughout your whole system. That's why I don't know how many times this has happened when I have like a really like last night, for example, I, my, my, my back was hurting so bad and I was feeling my lungs hurting from inhaling too much dust and, um, you know, kind of getting like this little sore throat and like, oh, my back hurts. And once I found that quantum touch, once I just was able to touch the source presence the pure love of, of stillness and quietness touched the hem of Christ's robe. It was like, zoom. it just all went away. And it just, the healings happen so quickly and like aches and pains can go away so quickly and mental dis disruption. So you can be having the worst day, so depressed. I mean, everything seems to be going wrong and it's just, there's no way out of these situations. And if you can, I mean, it's the best pill. It's the best antidepressant. If you can just touch that robe, <laughs> you just watch. It's like, what, what, what was I, uh, what was I worrying about? And you almost got to start laughing, you know, it's like, that's hilarious. What was I, that little thing, that person really was like this huge monster in my mind. And I'm just filled with so much love and just harmony in my being. Like, how could that, I, I can deal with that. I'll go right up to that person, give them a hug, you know? So that's the beauty of brain coherence. I got on that topic because I was talking about the hemisync, hem, hemispheric synchronicity, which the um, hemisync meditations help you get to. Again, they don't do it for you. There's no magic pill. It's all you. You're the magic pill. You're the robe. You're the Christ. You're the healing. You're the medicine. It's not out. It's not out in a hemisync uh, recording. It's not in a cactus or a concoction of plants. It's not in anything out there. Those could maybe help your mind and your focus weave through all of the dross and all of the static and all the distraction and get you focused right on the robe, the source, the true quantum medicine, the information download for harmony and coherence. But nothing's going to do it for you because you're it. 
So looking outside of it's not going to help. Out of you is not going to help. All right, friends of the quantum soup field. I am going to be renaming quantum soup shortly. Um, so the only thing keeping me from doing that is that I really like the intro to quantum soup right now. I think it's so groovy. Um, but I think it's going to be time to change eventually. Anyway, um, besides that, that's all I got for you today. I hope you have enjoyed listening this far. I thank you so much for tuning in. Um, really appreciate the feedback so that it gives me something to kind of riff off of. It gives me something to look at inside myself. It gives me uh, understanding um, of ways that I can sort of like serve and um, heal things within myself. And that's what we're all doing. So I, I really appreciate the feedback. Feel free to email me at iallowgood at gmail.com. That's iallowgood, one word at gmail.com. Um, coming up in the future, I'm going to be wanting to do a Monroe Institute podcast as well as some interviews. I know I said that last week, but uh, that's also kind of like the kind of kind of like getting a studio or a microphone. It's like scheduling a time with somebody else who's probably having another equally hard time scheduling because their life is full too. It's a whole other thing, but I really do want to get some um, some cool some cool interviews to share and to expand the circles. So again, thanks everyone for listening this far. Coming up also, my course, The Art of Darkness, is in, it's just, just happening. Um, it's just something that's going to be coming out in the next month or two. I'm really excited. I'm actually right now working on simplifying it so it doesn't turn into a uh, like a 3000 page, you know, manual, and it can just be something um, easy for everyone to have access to and to digest and to, um, to really use. I think um, I'm hearing people are having, people are going through it, you know, and, and I am too. And I've, I've been making this course for myself. It's been helping me out so much. It's all the things that I have learned over the years with dealing with, with, um, with energies that are that you don't learn about really in school, um, that that difficult people who kind of kind of tend to hit a little bit below the belt, um, things that you're not prepared to deal with in terms of human interactions, um, dealing with what um, has been referred to as narcissistic. Um, personality disorder or sociopathy or psychopathy. But in my course, I choose to use the word messenger um, because we we really need to move away from la- labels that, that confine our experience and that uh, sort of create a victim-persecutor relationship. And so I've, I've renamed these kinds of relationships our messengers. And that's one of the things I talk about in The Gift of Darkness is the importance of reframing these these people so that we see them as as uh, messengers from our higher self who have come into our life to uh, really help us awaken to our true potential and to our gifts in this world and to our purpose it's the most amazing blessing we could ever imagine even though it's 
can be so challenging, so hard to deal with. So in the gift of darkness, I have I have a whole slew of tools to use, um, a lot of background, some fun antidotes, um, and and also I hope to put them in a uh, like an actual video video format, um, an actual course, just like you see all those, you know, like people online with their shit together doing. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be one of those guys. You know what I mean? So anyway, look forward to that. Um, that's again, that's called gift of darkness and there's a subtitle to it, but it's long, whatever. I'm going to work on shortening that. I appreciate you all so much. Keep, keep shining bright. Keep hanging in there. Keep letting go. Keep learning, keep growing, keep evolving, keep pushing through that crowd. You know, don't give up that crowd of distraction and all those thoughts and limiting thoughts and push through that throat and just, and freaking touch that, touch that robe Find your coherence, find your connection to source, receive the healings that you are, that you deserve in this light so that you can shine and so we can all shine in this amazing time on this amazing planet in this amazing way with these amazing people, animals, plants, all of it, spirits. Love you all so much. Thanks again for tuning in and we will talk to you next week. Aloha.